Yo, 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 welcome back, man, welcome back to Unveil, this is your host, Abu Amir, I'd like to thank you guys for listening in, oh yeah, so if you don't know, man, let me tell you about Unveil, man, it's the podcast, man, straight talk, raw, uncut, and unedited, man, we touch bases on all issues, social issues, political issues, entertainment, so forth and so on, fashion and all, you know what I'm saying, um, if it's on your mind, then it's on my mind, and we're gonna get down to it, and we're gonna unveil the truth of all matters, you see what I'm saying, because in due time, all things are unveiled, I don't care where you do it, or how you do it, and you can do it inside of a rock with no windows or no outlets, it's gonna come out exactly as it is, that's the wisdom imparted upon, uh, the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa um, from the Creator Himself. So, with that being said, you know what I'm saying, thank you all for listening in. I'd like to thank my uh, regular listeners, man, for listening in and being uh, faithful and loyal to the podcast, uh, as well as, um, man, touching bases with me, because I do hear from some of y'all, and I truly do appreciate that. Oh, man, where do I begin? I got a lot of things I want to talk about right now. Uh, I got a big interview, a long interview that I sat down and had a nice uh, talk with uh, Big Boots, record CEO, uh, East St. Mac. Uh, I was up in Nashville uh, over the past weekend, man. Well, this week, the weekend before this one. Uh, And when I tell you, man, I came back down 40 riding the high from the night before and i mean i say riding it high man i'm talking about the night was lit the night was uh meaningful the night was impactful you know what i'm saying the night was insightful you know what i'm saying uh man who's up in island vibes man golden ticket uh my boy my brother rather i should say uh 615 nightlife and Golden Ticket uh, Entertainments uh, and uh, Coalition DJs, man, was up in the house, man. They, uh, man, they had a an event, the Battle of the Hands, and um, you know sometimes we can plot and plan things, but uh, the Quran says we plot and plan, but a lot of plans too, and he's the best of planners, right? And you got to understand that sometimes when things, no matter how calculated we plan things, things don't always go exactly as we plan because that may not be uh, the intention or, or the way things are intended to be, I should say. Uh, so sometimes things come out exactly as they should be. And what happened was during the uh, event, you know, the vendors showed up. Uh, a few hiccups before everything got started, but everything got ironed out, stamped out, nothing major to uh, fret about. And as the event got started, none of the participants, the producers, didn't show. But artists were in the house. And when I say artists, I'm not necessarily meaning rappers. It was a large number of rappers, but there were artists in the house. And, man, when I tell y'all, man, Nashville's nickname, Music City. Man, you got to understand why this city has the name that it has, man. Because the music was impeccable. The artistry was impeccable. The performances were impeccable. I remember in the midst of the night, DJ Mixmaster Mills, he gave a call out. He said, if you're an artist in the building tonight and you got your music, check in. Tonight is about y'all. And they checked in. And they showed out. 
man, and I ain't saying this because of, uh, you know, my closeness with the brother, because I didn't know none of these artists. I hadn't heard none of their music. But they have a fan. Every last artist that performed that night, that Sunday night at Island Vibes, man, uh, uh, 13, 16, Antioch Pike. Man, listen. They got a fan. They got a fan album, man. And I'm a hard man to impress when it comes to that music because I don't listen to no nonsense. You underdig me? Um, play with it. So, they got a fan. A few artists stood out, and y'all seen it on my social media. Uh, uh, I've been letting y'all know how I feel about it. You know, uh, White T chilling, but he not the only one. Uh, Cold Red was in the building. G Bizzle was in the building. You heard me? Yeah. Showed up and showed out. I'm talking, man. It was a great night. Impeccable night. Supreme vision. I saw the vision that my brother has had inside of him for years. Because, you know, we talks about this. About how he was going to put this together. What his vision was. What he wanted to do. Uh, These talks are over a decade old. People. I need y'all to know that. I need the people who've been working with the brother to know. This vision is over a decade old. This ain't just no fly by night thing. This ain't just no come come up off the top of his head. Let me try something. Thing. It's calculated. Planned. This ch- this chest, this ain't chuckles. Ox serious. So I just wanted to thank everyone who was involved. All of the vendors, all of the artists, all of the people behind the scenes who made this thing come together. The venue owner and manager. The DJs, most importantly. I know y'all didn't think I was going to leave them out. Man, that's who set the vibe. And let me tell you about the vibes. The vibes was rich nigga vibes all night long. You heard me. Rich nigga vibes. Logan James was in the house. Brother out of Baltimore. The tribute. The tribute. To Luciano the G. And his people were in the house. North Carolina. Like man. You know what I'm saying. Some real networking. Some real. Black dollars. Black vision. Black stories. Black lives. Pulling together. You know what I'm saying. Like a well-oiled machine. They the blueprint. I told him. Y'all the blueprint. Memphis. Chattanooga. I'm calling all the Tennessee out right now. Man, y'all need to check out the blueprint, man. Check out the blueprint that the architects are putting together, man. And let's make it happen, man. Put together a structure, man, that's unbreakable. You dig what I'm saying? Because I need you all to know and understand this right here. Abu Amir. I've been sold. I'm a believer. Unveiled. Unveiled will be under the golden ticket umbrella. That thing is real, man. It's real. Real vision. 
real drive, real ambition. And I'm not just talking about 615 Nightlife and his queen. Like I, like I posted, I'm talking about everyone in the building. Man, it's real. One no real niggas in the building. Because as y'all know, y'all know my opinion about real niggas. They saturated these days. They something else. It was a bunch of thoroughbreds in the building, man. That shit in your DNA. You feel what I'm saying? It's in your blood. It was a bunch of thoroughbred niggas and women. Men and women. Black men and women. Let me clean my language up. Black men and women in that building. <laughs> let, me, let me calm myself down. I get to sound like I'm preaching sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But it was a bunch of thoroughbred black men and women with ambition and drive. Some powerful ambition and drive. Entrepreneurship. Coming together. Man, what I tell you, man, the blueprint. Y'all better hear me, man. I ain't just talking, man. I ain't just talking to myself, man. Y'all better pay attention to me. You know what I'm saying? Pay attention to me, man. I know what I'm talking about now. I want to thank, uh, because I invited him St. Mac to step into the building. He ain't know, know nothing about what was going on. And the brother made some connections and some real, you know, some real connections. You know what I'm saying? And I think, bro, I can speak for him. I think he was thoroughly uh, entertained. He wasn't prepared. He didn't have his music with him. I'm pretty sure if he'd had his music with him, we would have got a performance out of him as well. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, but I got something from him while I was in town. I told y'all about I got an interview out of him. So, you know, I'm going to drop that as well. You know what I'm saying? Let y'all check that out. Uh, see what's going on in the mind. See what's going on with East. East St. Mac, Big Boot Records, and, and, you know, in the future, and what's going on, what's, what's popping in the brother's mind, you know what I'm saying, we dropped a few jewels of wisdom in that interview as well, uh, so y'all look look out for that one and, and tune in to it, um, so, let's talk family, let's get on something. Let's have a candid talk about something. Like I said, I had a few things that's been burning. <laughs> and uh, I want to share them with you and get some feedback on you on a few things with y'all, man. So uh, let me pay a couple of bills right fast, man. We're going to get to that. So we back, y'all. You know I'm saying, y'all checking out uh, a little John Coltrane right there, bebop playing in the background. Uh, so yeah, family, let's talk. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk for a little bit. You know, um, a lot of things going on in the world as we discussed. You know, a lot of things have been ushered in. Uh, mandates, um, just the whole way of life is um, changing. Um, these mobile apps are um, becoming the wave. Banking, uh, food apps, delivery apps, uh, you know, the driving apps have been away for a few years now especially in major cities that have high tourism and high traffic volumes. Um, but nonetheless, um, the way that we carry about in life is uh, changing, you know. And as human beings, what we can't do is get too comfortable, you know what I'm saying, uh, with things being one way or the other, 
you know what I'm saying? One thing you have to understand about life yeah, um, that is guaranteed uh, to happen. The one guarantee in life is death. It's one thing that every last one of us has in common is that all of us must taste it one day. You know what I'm saying? That's the only certainty in life. Um, but change is the one thing that's constant in life. You know what I'm saying? Whether, uh, I mean, you, you can look at change on a grand scope or you can look at it on a small meniscal scope. Uh, hell, you change your clothes every day. Uh, you change your mind about things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, so change is a constant in life. You know what I'm saying? Everything's not going to stay the same. And you should be weary about things that stay the same because... You know, there's nothing, nothing grows from stagnation but filth. So, you know, you have to be weary about being in the same position or people who are satisfied with being in those positions, the same position in life, same block, same, you know, you got to be worried about those type of people. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to be... Um, careful about the type of energy that you uh, take in and allow around you, you know what I'm saying, the energy is, you know, if you pay, you know, paid attention in school, um, you know, energy is vibrations, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, you know, those vibes come off, and you soak those vibrations up, you know what I'm saying, you not no, you ain't no repellent, you feel what I'm saying, so, have to be careful about the type of energy that you allow around you in life, in situations, in business, you know what I'm saying, all the way around the board, uh, play, recreation, you know what I'm saying, your health, uh, just have to be careful, be mindful, man, you don't want to allow the wrong type of vibrations around you, you know, the people who, people in life can't can't seem to never get shit going or get shit right and it's always something um because i ain't gonna even say necessarily get shit going because i mean shit you can have money and everything and shit just always happening to you you know what i'm saying it's, it's you know the, the certain type of vibration that you give off you know trouble or drama is always seems to fall in your lap and come your way and you know you might need to take a step back and I said on the episode before weigh yourself up put yourself up on the scale you know what I'm saying shit cause you might be the toxic motherfucker in your whole situation and in your circle you might need to do some shadow work step back and look at you you know what I'm saying and it's almost in any circle any walk of life you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that's walking around today in these days and times who feel because their finances are intact or up to par. And, you know, they rolling with the stream, the mainstream of Rost, um, you know, air. Aristocratic behavior, you know what I'm saying? They ain't all into the hot waves, you know, the uh, the things that are uh, in style, eating, you know, the whole eating healthy because you can afford it, you know, doing all the things that are, you know, well-to-do people are into. We all know what I'm talking about, so I ain't finna get into specifics because i don't want nobody to feel like i'm targeting them you know what i'm saying you all know who you are you know you people who uh shit we ain't gonna sugarcoat shit right here on there man you know you bougie motherfuckers you know what i'm saying you know because you got it you gotta have the best of the best you know what i'm saying at least what you heard was the best of the best you know the uppity motherfuckers is eating and shit you know what I'm saying? Or drinking and shit, or doing and shit, or going and shit. You feel what I'm saying? 
You just gotta be with the shit and shit. You feel what I'm saying? You ain't come from this type of shit, but you gonna be with this shit. You know what I'm saying? But, let me digress. <laughs> People who seem to have everything put together on the outside don't necessarily be fully intact. And one thing about you, one thing about life that I, I want people to really truly understand is that, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in due times all things become unveiled for what they really are. So you can mask it all up all you want, you know what I'm saying, you can throw the finest clothes, the best hair, best makeup, best perfume, the most expensive is of all things, but when there's disease in the heart, all of those things can't cover up the disease. You see what I'm saying? So, um, that pride. be a disease that people that blacken the heart and make people blind to they can't even see themselves for what they really be you know what I'm saying and I said all that to say this take you to what brought all this about so I had an old old teenage friend contact me and his friend was um now, I'm going to be honest, I had been trying to find this friend, you know what I'm saying, um, for some years. And wondered how they were doing. I always wondered, you know what I'm saying, somebody that I really kind of cared about, you know what I'm saying. I had always cared about, um, considered to be a genuine person, because I know where this person came from. You know what I'm saying, the humble beginnings that they came from. And the hard work that they did and hustle and grind to get themselves uh, into a better position. And all, you know, from where I stood um, before, you know, I became incarcerated and was gone for 12 years. So, you know, it had always been in the back of my mind, you know what I'm saying, how uh, the individual was doing. And so... I did my efforts and put forth my efforts to try to find um, my old close friend. And with all my efforts uh, ending up in failure, kind of gave up after a few years. To be honest. You know, I just kind of looked at things as, you know. The pen is lifted and the ink is dry. What's meant for you in this life can't pass you by. What's not meant for you can't have no harm or effect upon you. You know what I'm saying? Makada, uh, divine decree. Uh, Islamic word for divine decree. All things are written. Um, so I kind of wrote everything off. Uh, and just one night out of the blue, Deciding to uh, check the request in my messages, in my messenger. Something that I don't really normally do. Messages that came from people who I'm not friends with, don't know. Uh, normally be scammers of people trying to scam and shit. So I, you know, I ignore that shit. But nonetheless, saw a um, message request and I looked on to see what the message is and the message said hey I know you <laughs> or I think I know you and I said my response was well if you do thinking that I had somebody who was bullshitting so you know normally this this response will end the bullshit so I shot back with uh, well if you know me what's my real name my government name. 
And they responded back, yeah, I know you. And I said, well, where from? And they responded back with my government name. So I knew kind of from the picture that was up for the profile exactly who it was. It was the individual that I was looking for beforehand. So with that, we started to conversate and everything, traded numbers, uh, talked a few days and, you know, catching up and everything. And the more I started to open up and expand on the things that I had going on in my life and the people I had that were around me and my that are around me in my life and the people that uh you know that I look out for and those who look out for me certain comments were made and the comments were made with such an air of um audacity snobbish audacity and uh, aristocratic condemnation that at first I tried to ignore then finding myself not being able to ignore certain comments I started to you know try to clean up what the individual saying, you know, maybe you mean like this, so don't, you know, and it led me to understanding that certain subjects shouldn't be discussed, leave certain subjects alone, but then we got to talking about things, Involuntary conversation, uh, 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 following day, and the things that she had. I'm gonna be open. It was a female friend from my past, someone I dated when I was younger. We always remained friends. We were always good friends. But she went to tell after. Pressing, excuse me, I'm speaking a little cushionese. After pressing and questioning me about things I had going on in my life, started to open up about her life, what she, where she'd been, what she'd done, who she was connected to, what she knew, just, you know. I'm just trying to impress with all these materialistic things, all these places she's been because of her job. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on, on that. You know, I'm glad that she's had those experiences. But those experiences aren't who you are. And the more she started to open up about who she was, she started to affirm exactly what it was that I was feeling. The narcissistic, aristocratic, snobbish attitude. Because she is proud of all of these things. These houses and she had built or was having built in other countries. And I mean, I don't know if any of it was bullshit or cap, as y'all say. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't 
tend to like to call people liars, you know what I'm saying? Like they allow them to prove that shit themselves. But it's like, you know, I suppose that all of these things were supposed to make her more attractive, more desirable. And make me want to pick up my life and go jet setting with her. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? If you know me, man, one thing you know about me is that Abu Amir is uh, a humble man. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I've done the best and experienced the best and the worst that life has to offer. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've been in the trenches. I've been in the slums. And I've been in the penthouse. You dig what I'm saying? Been a, a, a rich nigga and I've been a poor nigga. A broke nigga. Shit. I'm gonna be honest. You know what I'm saying? I've been a spiritual nigga and I've been a devilish nigga. You know what I'm saying? An evil motherfucker, if you want to be honest. You know what I'm saying? I unveil, man. Shit, I unveil myself. I ain't going to hide shit from y'all. You dig? Um, but nonetheless, I've had some experiences that have, uh, and, and, and the lessons that I've learned and the people I've been around who drop jewels of wisdom upon me, old and young, Younger than me, you know what I'm saying. Uh, my brother, six one five nightlife, being one of those who's younger than me. But yeah, I gained plenty of jewels of wisdom from the brother. You know what I'm saying. I've gained enough wisdom to gain self content. So, I mean, when it's my season to be up and be rich, then I'm rich. But those riches and, and those things and whatever come with it, man, that don't make me. And, and that shouldn't make you, whomever you are. You dig what I'm saying? Because true wealth lies in self-content. And the only way that you can have self-content is you have to know thyself. You have to know who you are. You have to know your position in this game. In this game of life. You have to know your lane. You have to know what defines you. And you have to also understand that material things, these things that you, you come up on because you can gain some money or however you come up on it. Cause I ain't, you know, I ain't knocking nobody from their hustle, unless you're a motherfucking, unless you're a goddamn thief. I ain't got no respect for that. You know what I'm saying? People work hard for their shit, and you take something, and you could do the same goddamn thing. So I ain't got no respect for that. That ain't no hustle, motherfucker. You just a fucking thief. You know what I'm saying? But. However you hustle. I mean, damn, if you selling pussy, selling dick, selling CDs on the block, selling oranges, selling water, selling juices off the interstate, goddamn it, you hustling if you cleaning windows, cutting grass, whatever the fuck you doing, my nigga, you rapping, you motherfucking doing beats, goddamn uh, media man, however you hustling, my nigga, you hustling, and you got driving ambition, man, and that's respectful. You know what I'm saying? And that that right there is what defines you. You see what I'm saying? And that's what truly defines you. That's what makes you up. That's your constitution. You're driving your ambition and your motivation towards your hustle, your craft. You feel what I'm saying? You, the, you, know, you know, towards your goals, your desires and your dreams. You see what I'm saying? And don't ever let, like, and I always say this shit, don't let nobody else define who you are or what you should be. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of artists out there, man. Artists that was on that stage at that showcase, man. 
um, at the event who who had people in their lives telling them, man, that, that rap shouldn't, that rap ain't their thing for them, that they ain't gonna get nowhere being no rappers. They still striving, they still being artists, you know what I'm saying? Still perfecting their craft, still getting better, still driving. And even if, when, when they make it, because I ain't, I ain't gonna say if, I'm speaking it to fruition. When they make it, every last one of them that was there that night. White T chilling. Lyrical Assassin. B Jizzle. You know what I'm saying? Mean. All of the artists that performed that night. Logan James. You know what I'm saying? All of them who performed that night. Cold Red. Yeah. All of them. Shannon too thick. I ain't forgot about you either, baby. I'm definitely gonna make sure I represent the ladies. All of them was in the house that night. All them vendors that was in the house that night. You know what I'm saying? The DJs that was in the house that night. Mixmaster Mills. DJ Rico. Nightlife, myself included. Man, we motivated, pushing, striving. We want more and more, and that's what defines us. Not the things that we have or have acquired. But see, them things ain't gonna do nothing for you. See, when, when I say that I push and I drive is what defines us because, see, the push and the drive and the motivation. See, all these things are all on one ticket because they want to see everybody that's surrounded by them do better. And then those who ain't even inside of the circle or the light, you feel what I'm saying? They want the light be reaching out, grabbing motherfuckers. Giving them that light to shine. See, that's that vision right there from, from Nightlife and, and his queen. The golden ticket, you know what I'm saying? Bringing the people together. That unity. Giving the people the platform, man. Allowing them voices to be heard. Exactly what this podcast is all about. Lifting them black voices. Reaching out, each one, teach one. Because I'm going to be honest with you, man. I really don't give a fuck. How fucking rich you are. How much money you got. Where the fuck in the world you done been. All the things you done seen. If you came from the motherfucking slums. And you ain't reaching back. And bringing your motherfucking community up to par with you. And you ain't talking about shit. And that's real shit. And you really ain't shit. If you ain't bringing them people that couldn't do it, that you left behind that couldn't do it, if you ain't reaching back trying to bring them out of it, make them better, all that shit ain't shit. So I asked this individual, get back to the story, I asked this individual to cease contact with me. Let me show you how narcissistic the behavior is. You see what I'm saying? How deep the ego was. How how, how abrasive the ego was. You know what I'm saying? And I simply sent a text asking an individual not to contact me no more because I want the type of energy and vibe I wanted around in my life. I was going to allow in my life. I'm going to surround myself with that type of shit. You see what I'm saying? And I made that clear, you know what I'm saying? I asked respectfully, you know, just cease contact with me, you know what I'm saying? I wish you the best in life. Peace and prosperity, you know what I'm saying? But at this point in my life, it's not what I want around me, you know what I'm saying? And a week, a week and a half went by. There was no response, so, you know, I figured, you know, at least the individual was an adult. 
But then I get an inbox in my in my IG video message saying, "Okay." I didn't respond. Deleted it. I saw then. I said, "Where's coming?" See, I didn't, I didn't dealt with this type of shit before. You feel what I'm saying? This type of behavior before. You know, you gotta you gotta have the last word. You gotta get your point across. So then I was getting calls from private message, a private number. And when I'd answer it, hang up. The games began. The mind games, because the ego, that narcissistic ego, that ego, that ego was bruised. You see what I'm saying? Because don't get it twisted. This a, she's not an ugly woman. She's a gorgeous woman by by a long shot. And then with the accolades and accomplishments, like you know what I'm saying. Uh, enemy, animal base, driven ass nigga. would have been salivating over her. He'd have been if not trying to get in her purse, he'd have been trying to get in her goddamn pants. But my dick and somebody else's money don't motivate me. Let me say it again. My dick and somebody else's money don't motivate me. My dick and my somebody else's money don't motivate me or drive me. You feel what I'm saying? I want you to ponder over there. Because it'd be the fallacy of a lot of motherfuckers. I'm bringing a lot of drama into a lot of motherfuckers' lives. When they can't control their dick. And they envy. And thirst and lust for what the next motherfucker got. Instead of trying to make their own. So, as the games begin, I back down from that jewel of wisdom for you. But as the games begin, then I got the phone call. Well, I got the text message. If you don't want me, I was never your enemy. But if you don't want me to contact you, fine. But one thing you're not going to do is talk crazy to me. You know, you, you, you're still trying to dictate and force, forcefully stay in contact with me because I asked you not to contact me from Jump Street. You said, okay, that should have been enough. But the ego, the bruised ego, because I didn't say anything crazy. I just asked not to contact me anymore. Told her what I thought about her and asked her not to contact me anymore. But I guess because I said and I turned her down, I was being rude. I, I'm I'm not even sure where the disrespect even amounts at, but nonetheless. And then I get a phone call and I was like, listen, you know, I asked you. Not to contact me. You sent me a message. You you sent me a text message. And now you calling me. You know what I'm saying? Like. You just ain't got no respect for my wishes. And that's exactly what the hell I mean. You ain't got no respect for nothing. Except for what you desire and or want. And. You kind of fucked up in the head. So if you feel like I'm disrespecting you or talking crazy to you, then maybe that's the only language you understand. So check this the fuck out. Quit fucking calling me, you crazy motherfucker. I asked you to leave me the fuck alone. Don't fucking contact me no more. Thank you. Goodbye. No, if I'm wrong for that, I'm just fucking wrong for that, y'all. And I don't give a damn. But, I mean, you know, sometimes you have to speak ignorant 
to ignorance. If that make any sense. Sometimes you gotta speak ignorant to ignorance. Sometimes you gotta speak ignorant to ignorance. I read it back for you. So you ain't have to. <laughs> but anyways, you know what I'm saying? That's my two bit, man. You know, sometimes, man, we gotta be careful about the people we allow in our lives because that energy can be fucked up. And that vibration, man, can be fucked up and can rub off on us, man. And leave us lost and stuck with no constant, no constitution whatsoever. Just the empty ass fucking ego. You know what I'm saying? People can get lost in this world and in the things they have. And forget themselves. Don't forget yourself. Remember who you truly are. Remember what really makes you up. You feel what I'm saying? And the things that you accumulate, man. Them things, they depreciate in value and they get lost in the wind, man. None of that shit goes to the goddamn grave with you. The Prophet Muhammad, Salaam, said that three things follow you to the grave. Your family. But he said three things follow you to the grave. And only one of them stays. Two of them leave you once you're buried. The three things were your family. Your money or your property. Some of your property. And your deeds. And your money. And your, and your family leave. Because you can't take them with you. With your deeds. That's what's imprinted on the soul. That's what's going to be unveiled. And that's what's going to determine what your worth is. As you make the transition. You make the transition to wherever it is that you're going. Or wherever it is that we all transition to. As we embark upon the certainty of life, which is death. So, put yourself on the scale and see what you're worth. Once you know what you're worth, carve out your own lane. Allow your drive and your motivation and your ambition. In your goals, in those accomplishments, make up what you are and who you are. And they aren't defined by nobody else or nothing. You are who you are. We are who we are. So with that being said, fam, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to get ready to check on up out of here. Uh, it was nice talking with you. I swear it was. Be looking out soon, you know what I'm saying, for uh, the YouTube videos, thriller videos. And check out IGTV on the uh, IG page. Abu underscore Amir. Unveiled is on, on IG. Um, unveiled underscore Abu underscore Amir Williams. And on Facebook is Abu Amir Williams. My personal page and unveiled with Abu Amir Williams is the podcast page. Uh, unveiled is on Snapchat and we're on Twitter too. All your social media, oh well, we ain't gonna say all your social media, but your major social media, all your music platforms Spotify, All Heart Radio, um, Stitcher, Radio One. Gotta get them some shots out. They've been running some numbers up for us. 
um, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes. We everywhere, baby. Y'all just check us out. Tune in. And go check out them podcasts. And not just un- uh, unveil Apple and Mirror, but check out some of the other podcasts. It's pretty hot out there. You know what I'm saying? Man, make us a whole vibe and, 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 and the mood, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and support the, the, the these artists. And support them because we, we artists as well. You know what I'm saying? Our content is our art. You know what I'm saying? Our interviews with, with uh, whomever it is that we interview at the time. Artists, athletes, entrepreneurs, CEOs, you know, it's these people's crafts. And support it. Support the movement, man. Because the movement is this right here. We're breaking the bondage of slavery. You see what I'm saying? The real change of slavery and becoming economically independent. Then and only then do the bondage chains come off, y'all. Then and only then do the bondage chains come off, y'all. Then and only then do the bondage chains come off, y'all. When we free ourselves economically. When we free ourselves economically. When we free ourselves economically. Until then, until we cry carve our own paths we'll be forever locked alright y'all I'm out love y'all man appreciate the support man give me a feedback on this episode right here man I know y'all got some things to say about what I done said man tell me if it makes sense man make it make sense if it don't you hear me man it's Abu Amir man unveiled I love y'all man peace be upon you Y'all stay safe. Peace and love.